welcome to the Odd Drunk Podcast. It is now time for spooks and moves, fears and beers, the spookiest time of the year. So grab your drinks, your tricks and treats, and prepare yourself for Spooktober! <laughs> sound like so. We gotta act like. Yeah, it's gonna go like. Boopity scoop. Spookity spoop. It's the. It's the Odd Drunk Spooky Podcast. Ooh, the spooky season. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the first day of Spooktober, the first week. Yeah. Um, October 1st, it's perfect. Although we are recording this ahead of time. Shh, <laughs> they don't know that. Shh, <laughs> <but laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm really excited for another Spooktober. I can't believe we've made it. Yeah. Uh, it's been second annual Spooktober. Honestly, when we did the first one, <laughs> I like when we were done with the first one, I was like, I can't wait until we get to this again. Oh, yeah. We have a lot of cool episodes planned. Yeah. Uh, I swear, you know, just trust us. We're not making it up as we go. Yeah. And um, <laughs> by, the new, by the new little theme song we came up with. Yeah. <laughs> that was so good because it's already, it's, it already happened. <laughs> but, um, you you know we're serious, <laughs> okay? <laughs> we're dead serious. We're dead. We're uh. I okay. I'm really serial Jackson. Serial killers. Serial killers. We are not talking about serial killers. I don't think on this episode. No, not not today. I don't have any serial. We on um, my list. Uh, <laughs> So we did SCP uh, a while back, and we're going to be covering more SCPs again, because we did say we would, and this is perfect for yeah. Spooktober. We, we chose some spooky It's not SCPs. because we just didn't have time to do proper research on something and that we were busy with homework. No, it's because no. we really wanted to do this. <laughs> no, honestly, I'm really excited. I, I've been wanting to we cover got, SCP we, again. We got some cool uh, um, SCPs to talk about, and... Uh, they're uh, scary, spooky. So scary. Whoa. Scary, spooky skeleton SCPs. Yes. Um. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, yeah, I'm psyched. Uh, what? My phone is annoying. Oh, I thought you were pointing at your beer. <laughs> uh, speaking of beer, we got some yummy beers Tonight. We do um, so. We have a we've had Left Hand Brewing before, but this is a new one on the podcast. It's their Oktoberfest. Yeah, and they specify that it's a Marzen Lager. I believe that's how you pronounce that. A. I'm really not sure. They have the two dots on it. I I, I, I do not know. <laughs> I don't. I'm not good at but pronouncing. German either words. way, it's good. It honestly is good. Yeah, and I've got uh, from uh, Grin Brothers um, uh, Brew House, Grin Brothers Brew House, uh, Dragon Bloom Juicy IPA. Tripping all over my computer. Oh, let me see that can again. It's a cool can. 
Yeah, that's it's why I have a, a keyboard. Oh, that's really cool. It's got a dragon on it. Oh, that'd be perfect for like a fantasy thing. Yeah, uh, but still, that's spooky. It just right? looked, it just looked cool. So I, mine I has it. like some kind of predatory cat, but it's blue. Oh, maybe it's a wampus cat. A wampus, Mick. Uh, you know, throwback to our cryptids episode. Yeah. Oh, yes. Is yeah. That, isn't that a cryptid? That is. Cryptid? I'm pretty sure that is. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I feel like we covered a good amount of cryptids on that one. Yeah. And uh, while we could do more, I, I feel like... We covered most of the spooky, scary the spooky, ones. good, yeah. Uh, from that point, there's a lot of cryptids that are just, like, regular animals. Well, yeah, like, or just slightly different, like a jackalope. Yeah, because that's technically <laughs> what cryptids are, is they're animals that people believe exist that scientists don't have any evidence of existing. Yeah, and most of them are actually quite... People thought the platypus was a cryptid before um, before it was more widely Makes known. sense. That animal yeah. is... A... When, the, when the first uh, <laughs> people you know brought, came back to Europe from the Americas and said, check out this this. Uh, thing we found it's called a plat we call it a platypus everyone was like nah <laughs> there's no way that's a real thing <laughs> yeah it's got a bill flippers but it's furry and it's a mammal that and it's lays a mammal eggs. that lays it does not make any sense yeah and it has a stinger it does have a stinger yeah. forget about- that's so weird <laughs> they're ven- um, they're venomous <laughs> yeah they're a very strange animal that happened to exist yeah <laughs> And but if it weren't for us discovering them, we wouldn't have Perry the Platypus. We would not. And Perry, uh, Perry the Platypus is uh, one of my personal heroes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Dr. Doofensmirch is uh, probably one of the best villains in cinematic history. Yeah, that. I mean, that, <laughs> that whole show, Phineas and Ferb, is like a decent show, but the best parts were the Dr. Doofenshmirtz and Perry the Platypus. Parts. I always got excited for those parts. Those are the best parts. Yeah. But there were some banger songs <laughs> on that show. Yeah, it was a cool show. But anyways, enough with Phineas and Ferb and whatever. Yeah, that's not spooky. No, I mean, they probably had like a spooky episode or two. But no, <laughs> we are kicking off Spooktober talking about some spooky SCPs once again. We made sure to actually pick some actually, you know, some scary ones because last time. We did some joke ones We did a lot time. of joke ones. I did the weird Nerf gun that nerfs yeah. things. Pretty you did light. a microwave that just doesn't work. <laughs> it's just a shitty microwave. <laughs> That's still one of my favorites. Yeah. So, <laughs> but we got some fun ones in here. Don't worry. And I've got a really special one, but I am nice. going to save it. Um, who wants to kick this off? Oh, I think you can kick it off. Oh, damn it. <laughs> unless, unless you want me to. <laughs> no, I can. Um... You know what? I, I got a good one to start this off to okay. get us in the spooky mood, you know, because it's all about ghosts and ghouls and goblins and, Ooh. and trains and trains. I like trains. So this first yeah. one, SCP-1489, object class Euclid. And before I go into the procedures and everything, it's a, it's a ghost train. Nice. It's... <laughs> <laughs> It really reminds me of like something that would the mystery uh, gang, Scooby Doo gang would encounter. Yeah, like a ghost train with a ghost conductor, 
and then they just figure out it's just a hologram or something, and then yeah, or they, they unmask the guy. They unmask him, and it's actually like the railroad tycoon controlling the workers. Yeah, and then they unmask him again, and it, it's Cap- char- capitalism's the most spooky <laughs> thing out there. And they unmask him again, and it's character actor Willem Dafoe the whole time. <laughs> the whole time, it's just character actor Willem Dafoe. I yeah. like I like to imagine there is a uh, there is an alternate universe out there where Willem Dafoe instead of being a character actor he just goes around being a Scooby Doo villain. I mean he practically is a Scooby Doo <laughs> yeah. villain and when he's Green Goblin. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> pretty much. Um, but yeah, okay. So SCP fourteen eighty nine object class Euclid special containment procedures. SCP-1489 is constrained within a 9-kilometer loop of refurbished standard-gauge railroad track in containment area 22. Oh, so they just contain it by letting it go in a circle. Yeah. Because right. <laughs> it can't go off the track. It can't. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> All rails and ties in this track have been taken from historic lines no longer in service and must be replaced only with materials appropriated from railway segments last maintained prior to 1860. Oh. Stakes and other structural components of the track are not and need not to be composed of historical materials. All historical all historic components of SCP-1489's containment loop <laughs> <laughs> It's literally a loop. I love that. Um, have been coated with a film of polymer resin to resist weathering effects. Additional supply of similarly uh, preserved historic materials is maintained on site for repair purposes. Note that any historic, uh, historic component of the containment loop that suffers damage must be replaced rather than repaired. Hmm. Repairing historic components renders them unsuitable for SCP-1489's containment. I guess it's like the... Sh- it, it'll realize that it's not Ship of Theseus idea. Kind of. I guess, yeah. It has to be a historical, because if you repair it, then it's no longer... Completely historical. Yeah. It, yeah. It's been modified. It's, you yeah, know... Maybe the, the train realizes if it's on... Yeah, and I guess the tracks. train has some sort of sentience. I guess we're going to get into that. <laughs> So SCP-1489's containment loop must be walked at least once daily to monitor for erosive damage so that preventive preventive maintenance can be performed. SCP-1489 itself must be kept within sight of at least two human observers at all times to prevent containment breaches from going unobserved. Hmm. In the event of a containment breach, the exit trajectory of SCP-1489 must be recorded and forwarded mobile task force train spotters (laughs) so that redirection of the containment site can be performed. (laughs) I love this next bit. SCP-1489 is an intangible railroad train. (laughs) It's a ghost train. (laughs) Yeah. Um. 1489 consists of 18 railway cars trailing a steam locomotive, all of which travel constantly at a speed of approximately 40 kilometers an hour along the ground. That's that's a pretty speedy. That's pretty speedy for like an old um, 1800 train. I honestly, mean, what we looked it up when we watched Back to the Future. I think uh, um, how fast those old trains could go, didn't we? 
Yeah, like because we were wondering if it would actually be able to reach 90 or 88 miles per hour for the future. And traveling. I think we found out, yeah, they can. Um, Although with no freight. The fastest steam locomotive could reach 125 miles an hour. Damn. Was that one? Was that the one built in the early 20th century? Uh, I don't know. Because uh, I, re- I remember reading about one that was built in like 1906 or something like that. Yeah. But, um, so, uh, okay, anyways, SCP-1489 is both visible and audible to humans observing it directly. It is entirely invisible in all forms of indirect or recorded observation, including simple mirrors. SCP-1489 has no apparent physical substance and will readily pass through any materials in its path with no effect because it's a ghost train. (laughs) (laughs) The only materials exempt to this property are railway components constructed and originally placed prior to an unknown date between 1860 and 1870. Hmm. Uh, SCP-1489 will interact with these as it would a normal physical train and can thus be constrained with tracks composed of historic materials. Ah. This interaction is apparently one way, as SCP-1489 exerts no force upon such materials as it passes. Hmm. So, like, uh, that's how they contain it. They need the historical tracks to contain it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, so, while not traveling on such a track, SCP-1489 moves smoothly along the ground as if following a straight r- railway and will travel in geodesic pr- paths around the Earth deviating only when it encounters historic stretches of track of sufficient age, which are approximately parallel to its path. It will resume this behavior upon reaching a break in such a track. So it will keep going until (laughs) it encounters historical rail tracks, railway tracks, basically. Okay. Um. (laughs) Is it dangerous to people? (laughs) Um, <laughs> or is it just like a ghost train that does ghost train stuff? <laughs> I, <laughs> I think it's just a ghost train that does okay. ghost train things. I don't think it. I, <laughs> so it's not a big deal if it breaks containment then? Well, because then it can be hard to find, get, find and contain again. Okay. Because uh, it can just keep going. Um. SCP-1489 generally follows land contours and slows somewhat when traveling uphill, but crosses substantial bodies of water at some elevation. So it can go over water because it's oh. a ghost train. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as if traversing an invisible causeway. It can be observed to travel directly through certain sharp inclines and in terrain as if traveling through a tunnel. Because SCP-1489 appears entirely solid and real to direct human observation, it typically causes significant disturbances when traveling through inhabited areas. Oh, so it's a ghost train that looks like a regular train. Yeah, so uh, due to difficulty involved in locating all witnesses of SCP-1489, Foundation has previously practiced a disinformation campaign (laughs) consisting of stories of ghost trains to discourage instead, such witnesses from instead, being considered credible. Instead of just uh, erasing everyone's memory, they just uh, do propaganda. Well, yeah, they could probably pull out another SCP to do that, or like amnestics or whatever. Yeah. Um, so but no, the SCP Foundation does like to do stuff like erase people's memories. Oh, yeah. When they 
So but in this so case, they ghost, decided a misinformation campaign. It's a ghost train that looks just like a regular train. So when you look on it, straight on. Okay, so if you if it were it was coming straight at you, it would probably freak you out. Yeah, because you think you're getting run, okay. about to be run over by a train. <laughs> SCP-1489's locomotive re- resembles a Minerva-class tank lo- locomotive as used by the London and South Western Railway by the mid-19th century but lacks any distinguishing marks that would allow for further identification. Both the locomotive and subsequent cars in SCP-1489 appear appropriate for this time period, although they display only minor wear. SCP-1489 houses an appropriate complement of both passengers and cargo for its scale. Oh, interesting. Has passengers. Or just passenger uh, cars. It says an appropriate complement of both passengers and cargoes for its scale. Oh. Uh, these share properties with intangibility and invisibility and indirect observation. Attempts have been made to communicate with the passengers using vehicles synchronized to its movement. However, while passenger, passengers have been observed to break off conversation when observed in this fashion, they have so far proven unwilling to communicate with researchers. Mm. And that is literally it. Nice. I like that one. It's a ghost train that actually can't hurt anybody. It's just a (laughs) freaky ghost train, but it's really not that freaky. Nice. And they contain it on a loop where it just goes forever, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) I like that SAP. That's uh, ghost trains. There's a ghost ghost train in uh, Red Dead Redemption. There's some good uh, comments in the discussion. (laughs) Um, Quiet you and fetch this poor train a sweater. Why don't you make any sense? Quiet, you educated stupid. Loud noises. <laughs> That's the thread. <laughs> Loud noises. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, oh, People are like, you're asking me to make a tale out of this. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have people that just are underwhelmed and just don't get it. This article doesn't interest me at all downvoted. It's oh. like it's it is what it is. It's a ghost train. It's a ghost train. Why does everything have to be not like S- world ending or like yeah. murderous? Not all SCPs are gonna are gonna be crazy SCPs. This shows you how obscure this one is. The last comments were back in twenty twelve. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, but I'm glad I found it. It set the tone, you know? yeah, it's not scary, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I got some scary ones. Don't worry about it. Um, you know, well, I got ghost trains. I got one here. I got a, a Keter class one here to talk. Uh oh, that means um, it's dangerous. It's hard to contain hard and it's very contain. dangerous. Yeah. So this is SCP twenty six ninety six Keter class. Okay. Special containment procedures: a one kilometer square mile. Our one square kilometer exclusion zone has been established around SCP-2696 under the cover of a site of special scientific interest. Civilian access is to be restricted due to its containment procedures requiring the use of classified paranormal technology. And, okay. Access. Something spooky. Spooky, yeah. (laughs) Access to SCP-2696 and its documentation is to be restricted to members of the Experimental Containment Research Group, uh, ECRG, MTF Theta, 
77 in parentheses, who you going to call? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, and personnel of clearance level 4 dash. Are they basically the Ghostbusters of the SCP Foundation? I guess. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> um, well, who are you going to call? That's what it's, it says that. Uh, M- MTF theta dash 77 in parentheses, who are you going to call? Bustin makes me feel <laughs> so good. I assume they're like a Ghostbuster type do, like do, do, equivalent. Do, 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 do. Uh, Are you excited for the new Ghostbusters? Yeah, I think it looks cool. Cool. Uh, uh, so, uh, Dan Aykroyd is in it again, and yeah. Bill Murray, I think. I, yeah, I hope. And I know Paul Rudd's. In I it. think I think Bill Murray said he's in it. Okay. Yeah. Um. So description: SCP twenty six ninety six is a mansion located in the Ooh. region. <laughs> yeah, it's a spooky house. Okay. Uh, a haunted mansion. Uh, it's a mansion Classic. located in the region of Dark Peak in Derbyshire, England. The interior of SCP-2696 typically includes mild claustrophobia and panic in individuals within one hour of entry. Okay. Prolonged exposure leads to an intensification of such feelings resu- resulting in severe crippling paranoia within three to six hours. So it's really spooky. It's very Basically. spooky. Yeah. <laughs> Additionally, the nursery and the tower of SCP-2696 are subject to an anomalous effect which prevents all matter from entering or exiting the boundaries of either area. This effect does not extend to the electromagnetic or aspect radiation. SCP-2696 contains one or more incorporeal entities that are capable of inducing mind-altering effects at close range. As such, they are to be avoided where possible and kept contained inside SCP-2696. It's a spooky mansion. It's Disney's The Haunted Mansion yeah. starring uh, Eddie Murphy. So that's that's all there is in this um, description here. But uh, if you look this up online, I did. Uh, the background of this is there was a family and the wife and then the children both died and the father went insane. And are you familiar with the Winchester Mystery House? Yes. It's kind of like that. He started obsessively adding on to the mansion and building it. Okay. Um, until he finally went insane and like locked himself in the tower and died. And, and now he's a ghost. And Yeah, and it's a spooky mansion that makes, uh, makes you go insane if you spend too much time in it. And how do they contain it again? Uh, they don't let anyone near it. Oh, uh, good idea. Yeah. <laughs> they have a, a one kilometer square mile or one square so kilometer... Uh, exclusion zone. Big perimeter. Yeah. It's basically they just don't let anyone near it. Because it's a mansion. So it's it, not getting up and going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine if it teamed up with the ghost train, though. Oh, wow. Just yeah. saying. I get that, that, could, that be, could be a tale. That okay? could be bad if the ghost train went like... Through. Crossover. Yeah. That, that could be bad. Ghost train... Somehow, maybe uh, you could have some evil doer. Yeah. A <laughs> uh, ghost train carries the mansion town to town. Yeah, this this is a simple one, but I chose it because it's a it's a spooky haunted mansion. No, I mean that's and I believe uh, last Spooktober when we did our episode on haunted places, we mentioned the Winchester Mystery House. We did, and this um, is very much just like the SCP version of that, but in England. So, yeah, I mean that's classic Halloween story. You know, a haunted mansion. Spooky haunted mansion. Um, hmm, okay. 
I do have a Halloween one. Nice. But I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. Okay. We're kind of blasting through these. I. <laughs> but I have some... <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong. No, I have ones that have a, a lot of... Uh... I have some that are longer than the ones we just did. So those, Cool. That was my shortest one. Well, I have one that has a lot of test logs and stuff. I so. do, yeah, I do have one that has like probably, you know, it has a shit ton of test logs, but I won't read those. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you know what? I am going to go to a classic SCP. Classic. Um, I'm. Should I say what it is or should I build it up? Build it up. Okay. Uh, if, for, if, for if and if you listening know SCP at all, you'll know this one as soon yeah. as I start talking. If you about guess it. it right before he says it, uh, tell all your friends. Yeah. Sit. Go to them and say, "Hey, guess what I did over this uh, this weekend? Uh, I got the Odd Drunk Podcast SCP right." <laughs> Uh, go listen to the Audrey podcast. Tell us, and then, <laughs> and then say to your friends, say to your friends, link. and tell them to listen to us. Yeah, yeah. Say them. say to your friends, uh, link tree in the description. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> um. Imagine an SCP that is is that where uh, <laughs> it's a basically link, it's a link tree in the description. It, well, it's a link tree. Yeah, but it's like our message at the end becomes like this mimetic SCP, <laughs> which would be really good because it would help our show get more viewers. But basically everyone starts like obsessing over it like becomes like a tick. Spreading yeah, it's like a yeah. tick. It's like, like you'll be in the, you'll be in the middle be of in the middle of a conversation yeah, or whatever. You'll be you'll be uh, at work uh, dealing with a customer <laughs> and you'll just out of nowhere your eyes will glaze over and you'll be like Follow the Odd Drunk Podcast. Link tree in the description. Just <laughs> Leave a review on Apple Podcast. Join their Instagram and Facebook group. Yeah. And then you'll like snap out and be like, whoa, what just what just happened? Yeah, and it was us. We yeah. happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> SCP-96. Mm. Object class, Euclid. SCP-96 is to be contained in its cell of 5 meter by 5 meter by 5 meter, I should have just said, you know, cubed, but airtight steel <laughs> cube at all times. Weekly checks for any cracks or holes are mandatory. There are to be absolutely no video surveillance or optical tools of any kind inside SCP-96's cell. <laughs> Security personnel will use pre-installed pressure sensors and laser detectors to ensure 96 present inside the cell. Any and all photos, video, or recordings of 96 likeness are strictly forbidden within approval from Dr. Redacted and O5 Redacted. There's some redacted stuff in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Description. SCP-96. And if you know what it is, you win. You win. Yeah, go, <laughs> go tell your friends that you won. Um, <laughs> SCP-96 is a humanoid creature measuring approximately 2.38 meters in height. Um, for those who aren't quite uh, used to meters as a measurement, which you should be because that's what the rest of the world uses. But, you know, in the U.S., yeah. we like feet, everything. Um, that's quite tall. I'm, I'm not going to look it up. But, uh, it's gonna, tall. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> subject shows very little muscle mass with uh, preliminary uh, analysis of body mass suggesting mild malnutrition. Arms are grossly out of proportion with the rest of subject's body with approximately of 1.5 meters each. <laughs> really long arms. It's really... Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, what's the word? Uh, no. What? Well, it's malnourished. Yeah. It's very... Uh, I can't think of the word, but anyways, let's keep going. Skin is mostly devoid of pigmentation with no sign of any body hair. It's the shy guy. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, one of the things they call it. Um, <laughs> big, tall, kind of skeletal, horrible-looking, white creature. Humanoid. It's kind of, if you're familiar with creepypasta stuff, it's kind of the SCP version of the rake. Yeah, but big. Yeah, larger. Yeah. But that's kind of what it looks like. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's extremely gaunt. That, that was the word oh, I was yeah. looking for. <laughs> um, SCP-96 is normally extremely docile, with pressure sensors inside its cell indicating it spends most of its time pacing by the eastern wall. However, when someone views SCP-96's face, <laughs> whether it be directly, via video recording, or even a photograph, it will enter a stage of considerable emotional distress. It's shy. Yeah. It doesn't, um, want, to, doesn't want to see its face. <laughs> SCP-96 will cover its face with, I mean, cover its face with hands, its hands, and begin screaming, crying, and babbling incoherently. After approximately one to two minutes after the first viewing, SCP-96 will begin running to the person who viewed its face, who will from this point be referred as SCP-96-1. <laughs> because you're... Since you're attracting it, you're causing it to be active. Yeah. Therefore, you're kind of part of it. Yeah. Um, Documented speeds have varied from 35 kilometers an hour to redacted kilometers per hour <laughs> and seems to spin, depend on distance from SCP-96-1. The person saw it. Uh, at this point, no known material or method can impede 96's progress. Actual position of SCP-96-1 does not seem to affect 96's response. It seems to have an innate sense of uh, 96-1's location. But this does not happen when you view artistic depictions. Yeah. Now, what happens? Now, how you would get an artist to like do a portrait of 96 without dying himself or herself? Just the sacrifice. I guess to describe make for the it, but <laughs> if to describe it, you would have had to see its face in the first place. They're not afraid to make sacrifices. No. Yeah. They'll get an artist to look, <laughs> yeah. at, look at a picture of his face like, However far away, you know, far enough to get the portrait done. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's probably what they use to show people. But the artist obviously died. Um, <laughs> so upon arriving at SCP-96-1's location, the victim, 96 will proceed to kill and data expunged. <laughs> um, it does something to the victim that they don't even uh, list here. <laughs> That's probably because the writer wanted to be really spooky, you know. Yeah, they didn't. Hundred percent of cases have left no traces 
of the victim of S uh, 96-1. <laughs> now, what happens if um, it's see if uh, someone sees it like in a photograph and it's going for that person, but then on its way over there, other people see it? Does it, will, it, does it stop where it's at and kill them, or does it go to kill the first victim and then come back? No, it kills everyone that sees it that's in its way. In its way too, so it's just it kills at its at its earliest convenience. Basically, if it's running and you just don't move, it'll, it'll make you move essentially yeah. by you know like ripping you in half. But if you don't look at its face, maybe I don't know. I I've never thought about like I don't even think. Yeah, I'm like does does it. Does it? Uh, but it, yeah, but yeah, it like, will kill you if it's it, if if it, you try to stop it, well, even but, if you don't look at its face. But it'll it's kill like you. it's running down the street towards the person who saw it, and you're you see out the window. Well, yeah, and someone you see that's closer. Yeah, it will yeah, kill you. But but it but you see its face. Will it? It doesn't stop what it's doing because you're closer and more convenient. But to then kill, it, it will kill and the. Then continue on. Or basically, the, the last person. person that saw its face, it kills. Okay. So if another person sees its face on the way to, to kill its victim, he'll kill that person and then go on and proceed. Okay. Yeah. It kills at its earliest convenience. Yeah. The, whoever's close. I mean, he's know. a fish, probably a fish, and it doesn't want to waste time. Um. <laughs> here's a. Here's an audio. Well, <laughs> it's not an audio log because I'm just reading it. But here's a log from an interview. Um. Okay. Captain redacted. I'm just going to say captain and doctor from the, this point because they're both redacted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> captain. It always sucks ass to get initial retrieval duty. You have no idea what the damn thing is capable of besides that jacked up information the field techies can scrape up. And you're lucky if they even tell you the whole story. They told us to quote unquote bag and tag. Then it tells jack shit about not looking at the damn thing. <laughs> Doctor, could you describe the mission, please? Captain, yeah, sorry. We had two choppers, one with my team and one with backup with Zulu 9B and Doctor Redacted. <laughs> we spotted the target about two clicks north of a patrol path. I'm guessing he wasn't facing our direction or else he would have taken us out then and there. Your report... Says SCP-96 didn't react to the cold. It was negative redacted Celsius. That's the one thing about some of these older articles, or any of they them. They overused the redacted <laughs> yeah. thing. Well, it's blacked out, but, you know, that's what it means. Yeah. Um, Captain, actually, it was negative uh, redacted Celsius. And, yes, it was butt naked and didn't uh, so much a shiver. Anyway, we landed, approached the target, and Corporal got ready to bag it. That's when Doctor called. I turned to answer it, and that's what saved me. The target must have turned, and my whole squad saw it. <laughs> that's when SCP-96 entered an agitated emotional state. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, got the willies for a second. <laughs> Just, yep. That's all right. Yeah, well, I never saw its face. My squad did, and they paid for it up the ass. <laughs> Could you describe it a little more, please? Yeah, yeah. It started screaming at us and crying. Not animal roaring, though. Sound exactly like a person. Really fucking creepy. Again, we started firing when it picked up Corporal and ripped off his leg. God, he was screaming for our help. Fucking A. 
Anyway, we were blowing chunks out of the target round after round. Didn't it do jack shit? I almost lost it when it started data expunging him. <laughs> um, and also, it's got a gnarly healing factor. Oh. And it doesn't matter how much damage you do to it. Yeah. You can slow it down. There's a tale about it that's really good, but it would take a whole episode basically to read it. Um, where there's this huge containment breach, and they do end up slowing it down for a bit, but it keeps going. Yeah. And there's also another one, and I, I don't have this SCP on my list, but where they basically get it to fight um, SCP-682, which is the hard-to-kill, hard-to-destroy reptile. Oh, yeah. And basically it just goes on forever <laughs> um, until... I think it's basically assumed that could terminate it because eventually the indestructible reptile would like adapt mm-hmm. something to eliminate it or incapacitate it at least. Yeah, theoretically. Anyways, that's when you ordered use of an AT4 head launcher. H-E-D-T launcher. I'm assuming <laughs> that's some kind of a... An anti-tank gun. Started carrying it ever since SCP Redacted got loose. It's a different SCP. (laughs) I've seen those tear through tanks like tissue paper. Did the same thing to the target. There was significant damage to the 96. It didn't even fucking flinch. Kept tearing apart my squad, but with half of its torso gone. But it was taking damage. If it was, it wasn't showing it. It Must have lost all its organs, all its blood. Didn't acknowledge any of it. Its bone structure wasn't hurt at all, though. Kept tearing my squad apart. So no structural damage. How many rounds would you say were fired at 96? At least a thousand. Our door gunner kept his GAU-19 on it for at least 20 seconds. 20 fucking seconds. (laughs) That's 650 caliber rounds pumped into the thing. Might as well have been spitting at it. This is when Zulu 9B arrived. Yeah, my squad was gone. Zulu 9B managed to get the bag over its head, and it just sat down. We got it to the chopper and got it here. I don't know how I never saw its face. Maybe God or Buddha or whoever thought I should live, the jackass. We obtained an artistic depiction of SCP-96's face. Would you like to view it? You know, after hearing that thing screams and the screams of my men, I don't think I want to put a face to what I heard. No, just no. All right, I believe we're done here. Thank you, Captain. Let this be on record that I'm formally requesting 96 to be terminated as soon as possible. <laughs> and it actually has a termination that is requested. Um, and basically, there's a whole other... Uh, section that depicts like the different um, tests they do to try to terminate it. Nice. Um, I thought there was a, I thought there was more to this after the log, unless I'm missing a link, but basically let me just explain real quick. So there's this, it's a, one of the tales it's most people consider it to be Canon, but Canon isn't really a thing in SB cause it's all no. creative writing. Yeah. Basically. Um, basically this guy, took a picture of mountainside of like the Himalayas, I believe. Yeah. I believe it was the Himalayas. Either way, it doesn't really matter. Years went on. Nothing happened. But 
one pixel. You don't e- basically you don't even have to know what you're looking at f- to activate it. Yeah. One like little tiny pixel of the picture had SCP-96's face on it. And the foundation had no idea that this picture was taken and that it had his face on it or any of this. And this guy just happened to notice it once. And it escaped containment and killed lots of people. And eventually killed the guy. And there's a scientist that developed this visor that apparently would like blur out its face like as soon as you see it, like within yeah. picoseconds type of thing. But that was all fucked because, well, in theory, that makes sense if it blurs out its face. But your brain sees its face. You're still seeing it. You still see it just blurred out, but you're not seeing it. For the tiniest fraction of time before it's blurred out. Yeah. And that counts. But like they send in these task force with it, so they all thought they could look at its face and they all got fucked. And basically in the end it was revealed that this doctor did it just to prove how dangerous SCP ninety (laughs) six is and that they need to terminate it. What an ass. And um I don't know if he implanted the picture, but like he definitely made sh- he definitely knew that the technology didn't work. Yeah, and really, just putting a bag on its head, you know, is easier. <laughs> nice. Interesting enough, Shy this guy. this one was last edited. I mean, this one was last edited uh, this year. This page. Which just shows how popular it is that people are still talking about it, still working on it. Yeah. But um, I have the shy guy, the ni- uh, 96 uh, NPC in Gmod. Ooh, nice. <laughs> and um, it's exa- it works exactly how you would expect. I mean, when you spawn it, it's just sitting there with its hands over its face, and then you look at its face, <laughs> it will fall. And I've tested it in like maze maps. Yeah. The AI finds you. <laughs> <laughs> but it can be killed on with Gmod, especially if you use like one of the admin guns or like like nukes and shit like that. But it takes a lot. <laughs> and I also have an Infinity Gauntlet mod. I played around with that. Nice. Gmod's a fun game. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'd be, yeah, I'd be down to talk about that. I, I want to play it more. Yeah. But yeah, that's 96. If you want more about it, go look it up. And like we said before, listen to Exploring Series. Nice. I have uh, one here. I like this one. This is SCP-4434. Uh, it's a Euclid class. Okay. Uh, special Containment Procedures. Outpost 4434 has been constructed adjacent to AOE 4434 for the purposes of researching, research and surveillance and is designed to house 15 or fewer personnel for long-term assignment. SCP-4434 uh, A instances manifest irregularly and cannot accurately be traced or tracked or predicted. Containment efforts are det- detected or um, dedicated to preventing entry to the property. Posted signage around the perimeter and at end of driveway entrance to the property containing SCP-4434 states that trespassing is prohibited. 
persons who successfully arrive at AOE 4434's address via SCP 4434-A and exhibit signs of severe uh, cognitohazardous influence are to be detained until after effects subside. Class B is mandatory for release. The cognitohazard. Uh, it's like a mind. So basically, thing. if you know about it. Yeah. So what is what is it again? We'll we'll get there in a second. Okay. <laughs> uh, detained persons are not are not anonymously uh, um, anomalously affected and appear to be strictly trespassing may be transferred to Site 42, Site 626, or into the custody of state law enforcement at the discretion of supervising personnel. Description. Wait, wait. Before you get to the description, yeah. I found the incident I was talking about with 96. It's in the page. It's on its page. Incident 0961-A. And it's basically like the big breach mm. and like the reason for termination. And then after, when you get to the end of that... Never mind, but there's there's like a whole termination page for it. Oh yeah. So SCP forty four thirty four is the designation for a group of interconnected anomalies, detailed below. SC- okay. SCP forty four thirty four is located under or potentially is non non uh, psychically af- associated with a small valley on a remote plot of private land south of Harper's Ferry, West Virginia. An elevation of 65 meters above sea level downward uh, aerostatic resonance imaging indicates a high concentration of uh, thaumaturgic particles has settled in the valley and is stationary. In in SCP lingo, because everything's got to be, you know, scientific when they describe everything. Thaumaturgic, that is magic. Yeah. It's spooky. Um. (laughs) 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 or that to sum up (laughs) Um, SCP-4434 has four components SCP-4434-A advertisements which manifest temporarily in the uh, in the tri-state area on billboards in print and digitally containing class 2 textual cognitohazard with short term compulsion effects Provide the address of AOE forty four billboards, billboards, and advertisements that basically tell you where to go. Wait, what was the number again? SCP forty four thirty four. I'm pretty sure I listened to an exploring series about yeah. this one. Yeah, okay. It, it yeah it tells you to go somewhere and then it goes on and then there's more stuff. Yeah, so basically yeah. as you're driving down this road, as you keep driving... Can I um, guess what it is? Yeah. Is it the one that takes you to the big hole? No. Or, no not to oh, a big actually, hole. No, there, yeah, there is a hole. There is a big hole. I knew it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know this one. Yeah. And it gets really gross and scary. Yeah. Uh, this one's fun. <laughs> good. Okay, good. Uh, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. So basically... Drink more the, beer. Uh, 4434-A is billboards and advertisements. So you're dri- if you're driving down the stretch of road, they will start appearing. Um, it says, when photographed, uh, they are displayed as blank white space. Um, oh, so it only shows to your eye. Yeah. 
So as you so they but they tell you where to go. They give you instructions. Is it like subliminal messaging or is it just like this is you go here? Well, it does both. It it gives you like uh the the street name and stuff like that, the road name you should go on, but it's implied I think that uh um it says uh class 2 textual cognitive hazard with a short-term compulsion effect. So it kinda, Okay. it kind of makes you want to follow okay. instructions. Um, um this isn't really related to that. <laughs> but driving through the country and I remember just seeing a bunch of political billboards and then religious ones. And then <laughs> there was one with like a fetus on it. It's like, is this what you want your child to do to your child? Yeah. Like anti-abortion driving, stuff. Driving through the, <laughs> the Bible bell is, yeah, that's is crazy. Cause it'll be like, that's kind of what I'm thinking of. It'll just like be this like weird billboard, weird you, religious billboard. Yeah, and then like triple X porn shot billboard. <laughs> suddenly. Yeah, adult videos. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be like, hold, hold on. This very much gives me. Um, well, this the Bible Belt, West Virginia, right? This is West Virginia, Virginia. Oh hell yeah, uh, tri-state area. Um, yeah. Uh, see a so, lot of stuff like that there. So SCP forty four thirty four dash B. So what you follow this? If you follow the signs and continue on, this shows up. Um, okay. One uh, amorphous entity, uh, likely sapient, capable of vocalization in at least four languages. An amorphous enti- entity. Yeah, it, it appears um, in different forms. If, if I think. Based okay. On, based on the person, uh, appears to the naked eye as a singular or multiple living organisms with form based upon a concept or memories considered personally significant to the subject. It con- uh, convinces the subject to, des- to descend further into AOE 44 de- uh, 4434 and into the range of SCP-4434-C. 4434 So it kind of appears as like someone you know and trust and convinces you to follow it. Okay. Yeah, this is giving me like some Pennywise. Yeah. Energy. SCP 4434 C. 25 entities physically similar to deer and behavingly. We're deer. We're deer alert. (laughs) (laughs) Call back. (laughs) The the not deer. Oh, yeah. The not deer. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Though that's one of like my the creepiest uh, cryptids. That one honestly is because it's not like directly (laughs) scary, but it's very unsettling. Yeah, because I feel like I see not deer all the time. Yeah. But really, the explanation is just deer are weird animals. They are weird animals. Yeah. yeah. So, so anyways, so you see 25 deer. It says there are 25 of them. Um, appears physically similar to deer and behaviorally similar to a canine pack animals. Uh, um, hmm. Okay, uh, there's that's the distinction because... Sentient cannot deer. manifest above a height of 50 meters from sea level will lethally attack and consume subjects before proceeding. Wait, wait, wait. It can't manifest over 50 meters sea level? That's what it says. It cannot manifest above. So we're good. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Will lethally attack and consume subjects before proceeding into SCP-4434-D. D's the big hole, right? Yeah, and re-manifesting the next time a subject is present. So they're deer that uh, act like wolves and they eat you. If you range, if you wander into their territory, terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, SCP forty four thirty four D is a hole in the ground, 
at base at the base of AOE 4434 with a 3.5 meter diameter unknown depth due to apparent anomalous spatial characteristics. And when he says AOE, he means area of effect. Yeah, yeah. So this is it's, this is a, a SCP that seems to be limited to a specific area. It doesn't wander. And what was the containment again? Or and just a summary, like what they do. You stop people from going there in that whole area. Yeah, which that's really hard to do. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you stop people go- from going there, but it does say simply by being there doesn't mean you're you're you yourself are. You anomalous. have to be so it'll if, be right. So sometimes if they catch if you wander in, but they catch you before the like you SCP, see the billboards and stuff. Yeah, but and... they catch you before the SCP gets you before the deer eat you. Well, yeah, uh, you, like they, even if you're being like save you. brainwashed, they can still get you before you. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's a whole unknown depth due to apparent anomalous spatial characteristics. Drone exploration yields equipment failure before successful transmission of data. Results of human exploration detailed in addenda. Um, it says the current hypothesis as to SCP-4434's nature is that it's a class four conceptual predator which uses its components to bait and consume prey via SCP-4434-D. However, this is based upon context obtained from the document included in Amendment 2 and cannot be objectively confirmed. It is unknown if scp 44 34 is sentient or only some of its components. Okay. So it's a uh, it's it's one entity that has different components to it that basically um, try to draw in its prey, and then it eats you. Okay. And then comes back and they, they, all the the deer go back into the hole. They all go back into the hole. Yeah, they go back. So it's a hole that eats you. Yeah, yeah, it's the hole that eats you, but it uses the the wolf deer to eat you. Wasn't there more to this? I remember there being more to this. Like, yeah, they sent an MTF. Yeah, into the hole. So there's there's or, a, there's a lot of logs here. That uh, I don't want to go into. because it's a lot of them but uh so here's here's more though uh history the foundation investigated the street listed on all scp 4434-a instances following a significant increase of missing person reports in the area and detected uh thermoturgic on uh abnormalities uh in aoe 4434 immediately personnel were stationed at aoe 4434 from that point forward until and after Outpost 4434 was constructed in July 2009. State records indicate that before and up to its point of discovery in 2008, a man named Richard uh, Redkin owned the property containing SCP-4434. Redkin was contacted following investigation into property records and interviewed by Information Security Department personnel under the cover of Federal Investigation into a crime committed on the property without his presence. He claimed that the property did not ever experience any abnormal events while he resided on it, but was frequently the subject of fiction stories created by his daughter, who pur- purportedly had considerable interest in witchcraft and the occult. She mm. fell into the nearby Shenandoah River. The Shenandoah River. Yeah, uh, that sounds familiar. <laughs> uh, country roads take me home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
uh, and drowned one week before anomalous effect manifested. Redkin claims that she likely wrote the documented transcribed in Amendment 2. So it's implied that it's a paranormal thing. Oh, yeah, it's definitely. related to witchcraft and the daughter dying. Okay. And we will... Um, we will put a link... We'll link these. Yeah. We'll link them so you can look them up and look more into it. Um, that's a pretty cool one. I think it's a freaky one. And that's just scratching the surface because I know it goes like There way is deep. more. There's a bunch. I know it goes into... Basically, what I remember, like when they go into the hole, it, go, it gets very cosmic horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, <laughs> this is kind of a cosmic horror thing. Um, so this is, a, if you want, the the... Recovered document that the daughter apparently wrote. Okay. And then we can leave the rest in mystery. Yeah. The forest is a sea. The wind is the waves and the water is the leaves. The stream becomes undercurrents. The bird becomes fish. The coral finds its home as fungus growth sprouting as I wish. The ground is the shore pulling me by the feet, dragging me down and pulling me back, back and forth on repeat. I drove down past the light, down where I couldn't breathe, and found nature looking for a fight. Yes, the forest is a sea, but I've made it barely big enough for me. The forest is a sea. Now something's bound to come eat. Mm. So if you yeah, if you mm. want to look this up, uh, what what's the number again? SCP forty four thirty four. It's also okay. sometimes called the anglerfish. SCP. Oh, interesting. Because it, it, it attracts draws you, you and draws you yeah. in, and then puts you in a big hole where it like eats you or whatever. Yeah. So this next one I got, it's honestly a very underrated one. I heard it on the Exploring Series when he covered video game SCPs recently. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a video game one. Spoiler alert. I just said it. But anyways, uh, it's SCP-1315. And um, basically, well, I'll, I'll go through it. But it's a it's a game. Okay. So SCP-1315 is kept in secure storage at Site-15. It is stored within a small safe on-premises. The code to which can be requested via by written application from Dr. Redacted as SCP-1315 will not exhibit any anomalous effects unless directly interacted with. No further containment is necessary. And it's safe, by the way. Object class is safe. Huh. That doesn't mean it's not dangerous. It means... They can contain it. Yeah, it's been contained. It's not gonna. <laughs> it's not gonna escape. It's no, because it's a. It's a cartridge. <laughs> <laughs> it's an NES cartridge, actually. Um, nice retro. So yeah, it's a <laughs> standard five point five by four point one inch video game cartridge for use with the North American version of the NES. Classic. Uh, the cartridge is manufactured out of gray plastic and is unlabeled. According to Operation Manual, packaged with the cartridge, the game is entitled Professor Ghoul's Terrifying Horror Challenge yeah. and is coming by a subtitle reading A Realistic High Stakes Action Game for One to Two Players. That honestly sounds really cool. It does sound pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> So, when the cartridge is used in the NES, a black screen appears, containing nothing except a simple menu with the option for single-player or two-player mode. Pressing the start button on either of the options advances to another screen, where the game asks to confirm whether the person currently holding the game controllers, this is key, 
are those who wish to play the game. If the no option is selected, the game will return to the mode select menu. Selecting yes prompts the game to beep loudly and then to display a blank red screen. Nothing more will happen on screen after this point. At this point, the game will begin. (laughs) And the players of the game will be subjected to a series of increasingly horrific challenges that apparently manifest in the physical world. While player, so you're not sucked into the game. The game happens to you yeah. in real life. Yeah. Um, so it's like reverse Jumanji. The game is in <laughs> the real world. Um, while players uh, will report being chased by monsters from within the game, it appears to the best of the foundation's knowledge that these elements of the game are only visible to the players and do not exist for other people who happen to be in the same area. Hmm. The challenges involve players escaping from or combating hostile creatures over a series of levels. Each time a challenge is won, the game will inform the player of the objective for the next, and then the game will continue. The game's manual claims the fun never ends and does not specify how many challenges must be completed to win the game, (laughs) if it can't be won. Though D-class personnel who have played the game have thus far managed to reach a level 33. And D class is basically prisoners or just test subjects. Yeah. That the SCP uses and just throws up these things. Once the game has begun, it cannot be halted until the players either win or are defeated. Turning the NES off simply renders the players unable to receive hints from the game. Hmm. And physically leaving the area in which the game is set up simply causes the phenomenon manis- manifested by the game to follow the players elsewhere. So you, you don't escape it. Yeah. Once you start. But it gives you plenty like it gives you opportunities to not play the game. It, it says, Are you sure? <laughs> it basically, are you sure the people holding the controllers want to play this game? Yeah. So it's it's fair. It's not like you start it and you're immediately getting screwed. No, it um, gives you it warns you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so enticing. I mean, it says uh a realistic high stakes action game. Yeah. If I saw that on Steam, I'd be like, cool. <laughs> Sounds fun. Yeah, and if it was like under 20 bucks, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd totally be down for it. Um so let's get into it. Test log 1315-1. Appears the content of the game is static and does not change on subsequent playings. Different players have reported similar events occurring on certain levels, though there does appear to be some element of randomness, as mm-hmm. some slight variation has been observed. Okay, let's assume we started playing it. Yeah, okay. We start playing this game. We're playing two-player. Two-player mode, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the first level. Level one. A large number of either spiders, rats, or various insects attempt to overwhelm the player. Rats or players. Rats are insects. Rats are various insects. No, rats aren't. Or, or, rats or, okay. or. I was going to say, rats aren't insects. <laughs> <laughs> a large container of incesticide or rodent poison appears somewhere within uh, the player's location. The player wins the level if the vermin are destroyed. That sounds. So that's the first level. Terrifying. Yeah, already. Rats, a swarm of rats. I'd rather it be spider. Well, hmm. 
I don't know. I, I wouldn't want it to be rats. Yeah, I can tell I you that. I definitely wouldn't want the rats. <laughs> Although, like, rat Charlie is... would do fine. Yeah, he's good at killing level. rats. Uh, he would have his rat stick. <laughs> <laughs> stick. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, so it doesn't have anything on level two. Um, but level three. Group of two to six wild animals made up of any composition of bears, wolves, or large cats oh, attempts God. to eat the player. Here, oh. I assume it would be bears and, like, cougars. Yeah, out here where we live, yeah. Yeah, because wolves haven't been reintroduced yet. But they should be. Yeah. Don't want to get political. Not into our state yet, but... Um, but they should be. Um, well, there is a, a wolf sanctuary nearby. Th- well, yeah, but reintroduced to the wild, yeah. I mean. Um, the player must survive for one hour. A shotgun and a coming uh, box of rounds appears within the player's location... But using it to kill any of the animals causes two more animals of the same species to appear within five minutes. Mm. So even if we manage to kill some of them, more would come. Okay, so that your best chance is to just like barric- hunker down, yeah, like barricade, barricade yourself, and just keep them from eating you. Yeah, basically. And I, I assume like if we were in this building right now, they would spawn inside. Yeah. <laughs> so we'd have to run away. <laughs> Which would not be. <laughs> Yeah, you never want to run climb away on from top a bear of a roof or something. But bears can climb really fast. Yeah, but can they climb buildings? If it, if it's adamant on eating you, I bet it could. Maybe depends on the building. Depends. Yeah. Yeah, they but, can climb trees. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> um, okay, level seven. So if we make it to level seven, the player's location is assaulted by either one or two hostile men armed with weapons ranging from machetes and axes to chainsaw. And on a ca- one occasion, a firearm. Hmm. Uh, the player must survive for either one hour or kill the attackers, though no weapons are provided for this purpose. Are you allowed to use weapons you have lying around already? It says that um, you either win by surviving for an hour or killing the attackers, so I assume so, yes. Okay, because I have a machete in my bedroom. Yeah, and I have a, <laughs> I have a short sword. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we do not have any firearms no we're not those people I don't have any firearms but we could probably call Tris and be like hey these guys are trying to kill us yeah come back bro (laughs) show up with an arsenal in his truck (laughs) he so would yeah and he would so be drunk (laughs) (laughs) be chugging Budweiser's on the way over in his truck he would be excited yeah Yeah, he would be like he'd be like hold on let me stop at the liquor store get up (laughs) 30 rack of Bud Light and be on his way <laughs> throwing cans out the, his window yes. with all his guns in his truck. <laughs> He'd be like, my time has come. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Level nine. A group of two to five armed men supposedly resembling a random group of authority or local police force. <sighs> So the, <laughs> the, fuck, fuck the police. <laughs> Known to the player, converge on the player's location, attempt to apprehend them, so not kill you. Ah. Like arrest you, basically. The player wins the level by resisting capture for a period of two hours. Okay. Loaded firearm appears within uh, the player's location, but using it to kill any of the attackers causes the remaining gunmen to call for backup, which arrives within the next 10 minutes. Okay. But if you could incapacitate them. Avoid getting arrested for two hours. Yeah. yeah I, can ha- <laughs> I can handle that one, maybe. I'm always avoiding getting arrested. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, level 12. An unseen but hostile force attacks the player's location. Whoa. Capable of manipulating physical objects, including the player. So it's basically like, a ghost. Like a poltergeist. Yeah. yeah. Um, these random objects, which are usually reported to be documents, photographs, or ornaments owned by the previous player, appear within meters of the player's location, and the level's one when the player finds them all and burns them. Oh. So you have to find... Okay. It's like the Slender Man game, you know. You, you have know, to find I, like eight pages. I've watched, uh, I've watched a lot of Supernatural... Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe I could handle that one. Okay, could you handle this one? A group of four to eight humanoids. Humanoids. Which, yeah, um, that has... Um, Does uh, not say humans. No. <laughs> attempt to kill the player. The attackers are not armed, but will immediately proceed to fashion makeshift weapons out of nearby objects to harm the player with. The attackers can pass through solid objects and can move oh. at startling speed. I'm not, yeah. That. A random weapon, usually a firearm, but occasionally a bladed weapon, or in one case, a pair of binoculars. Because <laughs> it does have some random element. Yeah, sometimes the game fucks with you. Um, <laughs> it appears within the player's location, and the level's one when the player uses this weapon to destroy the attackers. <laughs> level 18. An entity strongly resembling SCP Redacted appears in player's location. Let's see if we can figure out which which one this is. Hmm. Player must survive for one hour to win this level. Due to the nature of the attacker in this level, the challenge is easier for two players rather than a single player. This is the one where uh, you, you have to look at it? I think so. Like, like I a, think like uh, a the statue. A- yeah, like a weeping angel. SCP-173. Yeah. I think we could handle that. I mean... If it appeared in this room right... Okay, that would be really tight quarters. But if it appeared in this apartment right now, which would still be fairly tight quarters... I'm just staring at that car. Danny DeVito, Danny imagine DeVito that. Now. See how long you can stare. Well, uh, you know, We would have to like coordinate our blinks. Yeah, you know? we'd have to coordinate our blinks. Because if we both blink at the same time... Then, then we're fucked. We're fucked. Uh, yeah. This range? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so level 20. As this level begins, the player finds himself subdued in what appears to be a windowless, windowless stone room. Mm. A man of unknown identity entered his room and subjects the player to a randomly chosen form of torture. Ugh. The player wins the level if they can withstand the torture for 30 minutes without submitting to the torture. So he's going to like question you? Like, I, I get, well, I guess how? it just means like if you can just like persevere through it and just... Yeah. Instead of like give, I don't know. That, yeah, that's just willpower. That sounds awful. And tough. Yeah, that does sound awful. <laughs> so, level 23, the player perceives themselves to be stranded in a dense forest. A number of creatures of intermediate nature hunt the player who must hmm. escape to a wooden shack, whatever amount of kilometers from their starting lo- location. Hmm. Entering the shack returns the player to the original location and ends the level. So you just got to make it to check. Okay. But knowing where it is and how far it is. Yeah, it doesn't tell you that. No. <laughs> Level 27. The player perceives himself to be in what is reportedly a rundown urban area in darkness. Number of shadow entities attack the player if they move too fast or make too much noise. So you got to be quiet and slow. Stealth level. Stealth. Man- mandatory stealth level. It's a stealth level. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hate the, mandatory stealth levels in non-stealth video games. Right? It's a, 
action game, Ugh. right? <laughs> like the um, stealth levels in Zelda games. But anyways, the player's objective is to proceed to an area uh, however many kilometers from their starting location where they will find a weapon which they can use to destroy the entities. Mm. Levels one when the entities have been destroyed. So this one could go on for a long time. Yeah. Um, level 28. Entities resembling relatives and people of some importance to the player appear at the player's location. All entities are subdued in a manner that they pose no danger to the player. Player wins the level by killing the entities with a supplied weapon. Wow. Levels cause severe distress in all D-class personnel who have tested the game, as the player's victims reportedly address the player personally and appeal to events that are known to people the victims in this level resemble. That's messed up. So, like, your relatives and stuff or friends will show up, and then you just have to kill them. So, technically... It's an easy level, right? Yeah. But mentally and emotionally, it's horrible. You wouldn't want to kill them, but, you know. After reading, if I read this prior, though, I'd be like, mm, this is just a trick. Yeah. But, yeah, that would be tough, especially sure if it's like it my much, mom. I'm not yeah. sure that would make it much easier, though. No, that's trick. fucked up. So if you can make it to level 29... The player perceives himself to be on the top floor of an outer tower, a medieval-style castle that overlooks an expansive forest. Heavily armed, extremely hostile attacker, calling himself the Professor, maybe Professor Ghoul, chases mm. the player and attempts to kill them. The player must find, it doesn't say how many, but keys, which are randomly hidden throughout the castle, then escape from the castle grounds to win the level. Okay. Level 33. Player is on a vast island containing the remains of what appears an abandoned military complex, a small urban area, and a network of underground tunnels and patches of dense forests. Player is pursued by an attacker from level 29, so the professor, as well as a group of three to six hum humanoid attackers resembling the player's ghoul. Goal. Wait, wait, wait. Resembling victims from level 28. So now... Like, your relatives and stuff are attacking you. Oh. Um, they all move faster than a player and appear to communicate with telepathy. I mean, telepathy. The player's goal is to survive for 24 hours. At every third hour, two to four additional humanoids who take on the appearance of past players. I assume past players that died. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, they will materialize within the game zone. The player is not provided with any weapons. The 1D class operative reported being able to stun an attacker by hurling a large rock at his head. <laughs> yeah, throwing rocks usually works. Yeah, that's an effective <laughs> strategy. Um, it reportedly recovered within 30 seconds, though this gave the operative enough time to escape. Nice. Finally, this is the last level anyone's made it to. Level 33. Data expunged. <laughs> Screw you. SCP. And there's more logs to this, but I think that's all we really need to know because there's like different tests and they're kind of boring. Yeah. But so, yeah, it's a game that happens in real life and it gets progressively worse. Nice. Um, but yeah, in this one, yeah, it's SCP 1315. 
Professor Ghoul's terrifying horror challenge. Nice. That was a cool one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought it was fun. Uh, I love a good video game. Yeah. So, you know. I've got one here at uh, SCP-3165. This one's a creature. Wait, wait, wait. Can I read the operation manual real quick? Yeah, yeah. I forgot about this. Okay. Professor Ghoul's Terrifying Horror Challenge is a realistic and scary action game that the entire family can enjoy. <laughs> oh, dear. The manic Professor Ghoul invites all player, all co- uh, comers to test their mettle, wits, and strength in this fantastic challenge. Do you have what it takes to be victorious? Playing the game is easy. Well, <laughs> according to what we read, it's not. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it, yeah. All you have to do is choose whether you want to go out alone or with a friend, and then do whatever it takes to survive level after level of horrifying action and adventure. Once you've started the game, you can play it anywhere, home, in town, at school, wherever Professor Ghoul's spooky creations find you, the fun never ends. (laughs) Be careful, though. Professor Ghoul is a man of honor. And once you've decided to take on the challenge, you can't stop until someone emerges the victor. Manage to get through with all your body parts intact, and you'll be the coolest kid in town. (laughs) (laughs) Lose, however, and you're at the mercy of Professor Ghoul. There are no extra lives in Professor Ghoul's terrifying horror challenge, and no second chances. Get game over, and you're done. So, do you get a reward then if you win? You're not dead. <laughs> yeah. Well, it says you'll be the coolest kid in town. That is a, yeah, yeah. a reputation. <laughs> yeah. I want to be cool. Yeah. So, I got, <laughs> I got SCP-3165. This one's a creature. Ooh, yes. Yes. Uh, I heard that. That was a good. That was a good one. Thank you. Uh, is this is a Euclid class. Okay. Um, SCP thirty one sixty five is to be contained in a standard humanoid containment chamber. Toilet must be replaced with a graded drain for re- waste removable. Additional furnishings are to include several extra cushions, one. 1.5 meter by 1.5 meter 5 kilogram weighted blanket 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 <laughs> weighted blanket uh, containment I love weighted blankets yeah they're I have a 12 pound one but I, I think nice. I want to well you get used to it but once you first put it on it's like oh yeah yeah, yeah my girlfriend has a, a pretty heavy one I, uh, does she have a 20 pound I think I think it is uh, it's pretty, it's pretty good, pretty good. Well, you know, weighted blankets are good, especially like in the winter. Oh yeah, they're very you get, warm. <laughs> well, well, they're not necessarily warm by themselves, especially when it gets really cold. Like they can be though, because it's a. No, I'm talking like when it gets like nuts to butts cold. Oh yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> if you get like a thermal or like uh, just like a throw blanket, mm-hmm. and then so you put that on first, and then put the weighted blanket on, then it keeps it on you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So then, yeah, it's a really good combo. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I just uh, when it's sorry. that cold, I have a heated blanket, and what I do is I, I do have one, but I, f- I I don't put it over me. I lay it down onto the mattress, and yeah. like about like thirty minutes before I go to bed. So you know the one of the biggest the the worst things about when it's super cold out is right when you get into bed, the mattress is super fucking cold. Um, <laughs> so I I heat up the mattress with a weighted blanket and then. And then get into bed. Anyway. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, Container chamber should be cleaned daily. During interviews, 
one female researcher fluent in American Sign Language may enter SCP-3165's containment chamber, chamber accompanied by no less than one armed guard with a tranquilizer gun. So it's deaf. Uh, no, it's not deaf. It can't speak. Okay, so yeah. but still, you need sign language. Yeah, it, but it, it, it knows sign language, at least to okay, an extent. Okay, cool. Um, acceptable tranquilizers include ketamine, no more than 100 uh, milligrams, and diazepam, no more than 40 milligrams. I assume that's a shit ton. I assume so. I don't know exactly. but That uh, sounds like a yeah. lot. Uh, although SCP-3165 uh, is generally docile... Personnel are highly encouraged to wear body armor over unprotected limbs. Okay, so it's a strong boy. It's a strong to boy. To say the least. Um, strong girl. Oh, strong girl. It's female. Uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, one closed uh, circulated camera. Uh, uh, circuited camera. Hey, a strong girl can still be a strong boy. Yeah. No, this one. This is very strong, SCP. <laughs> It'll rip your, rip your arm off. <laughs> that sounds pretty strong to me. Uh no, but it's okay to identify yeah. as a strong. Well, boy. I was, I was just, uh, I was just. Uh, this one is apparently a girl. Um, if you, hey, if any of you identify as a strong boy, let us know. Yeah, uh, one closed circuited camera must be content- constantly uh, monitor monitor uh, SCP thirty one sixty five for any destructive behavior, notably to itself. Oh, that's sad. This is kind of a sad one, to be totally honest, but it, it's kind of cool, I thought. Cool. Uh, SCP-3165 must be fed twice a day with meals consisting of two gra- uh, kilograms of protein, uh, either bovine, mutton, or poultry, and 0.8 uh, kilograms of root vegetables. 40 uh, milligrams of oxycodone should be provided with each meal to uh, aid chronic muscular and joint pain. Yeah, that's uh, some strong pain medication. My grandma used to be on it. Oxycodone? Yes, my mom was too. Yeah, that's yeah. when you're... Oxycodone's messed up. It's basically a pill version of heroin. Yeah. I mean, that's a simplification. But, but yeah, it's like... Yeah, it's very similar. Over the counter. <laughs> it's very similar heroin. in its um, chemical structure. Yeah. Um, physical therapy sessions must be carried out uh, routinely once a week. As of... Interesting. December 7th, redacted... One-hour-long language development lessons for American Sign Language and English are provided daily, and two-hour-long reading lessons are provided twice a week. Interaction so, with... Yeah. So this entity, this uh, person, is dangerous, but they still feed it, they yeah. give it therapy. It's clearly smart. Yeah, it's sentient. And it's, yeah, it's sentient, and... um. So, like, spoilers, it's very dangerous, but it doesn't seem to be evil. Okay. You know? Um, Interaction with personnel is to be provided upon request, as well as recreational activities suitable for kindergarten-aged children. Physical contact within reason is to be granted. Okay, when they say recreational activities suitable for kindergarten, does that mean it's childlike, or does that just mean it has the uh, spo- another spoiler? It has the intelligence of about a kindergarten kid. Okay, okay, it's, and it has the intelligence and personality, kind of a little bit more malicious. So that can be but, uh, dangerous. <laughs> that can definitely be dangerous. 
a little bit more malicious than your average kindergartner, but not right. that much more. If you've no. spent time around kindergartners, yeah. they can be pretty malicious sometimes. Um, description. SCP-3165 is a humanoid female between the ages of 14 and 18 with severe malformation in its hands, feet, and face. It lacks body hair, and its skin is devoid of pigmentation. At its full height, SCP-3165 stands at 2.13 meters and weighs 60 kilograms. Okay, this is a lot like 96, the way you described it. It's large. Yeah, it's, yeah, but, but it's pale, skinny and pale. Um, and bald. SCP-3165 like favors a quadruped stance, and standing with a straight posture appears to cause it pain. Mm. The right half of SCP-3165's face is obstructed by its upper and lower mandibles, which resemble that of Canis lupus. Oh, <laughs> it's, a, it's got mandibles. It's a dog lady, basically. It's a it's like a werewolf dog lady. Okay, because yeah, it's when really... you said um, it's on all fours, yeah, that's what I started thinking of, like animalistic. Yeah. And you said it's kind of like Lupin from Harry Potter. You said Canis Lupus. Canis Lupus. Uh, it's a wolf. Canis, Canis Lupus is wolf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's kind of like a, in Harry Potter, the third Harry Potter movie, the werewolf. In that, imagine that. Okay. But it's female, and it's more malformed. Even more. Yeah. So it's like Lupin was already like a weird gaunt. Yeah, he's like a gaunt, like hairless wolf type yeah. of guy. Imagine that, but it's female, and it. And then it, Sirius Black's just. He just turned into a, a wolf. <laughs> a, a dog. A, just a dog. Just a yeah. very scary looking dog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's like that, but it's more malformed as, see. Um, okay. Kind of like it's had some, uh, it has. Uh, like some, injuries? Or? Like injuries and stuff like that. Um, okay. Uh, it's obscured by its lower mandibles, which resemble that of Canis lupus. The muscles securing these mandibles to wrap to the skull wrap over SCP-3165's cranium and anchor under the uh, occipital bone. Despite this placement of uh, malstructure, SCP-3165 possesses a bite strength of 1,250 PSI, slightly above that of Ursus Arcturus, or Arctos. What's that? I'm assuming that's a, a crocodile. I'm assuming that's a bear. Or is that's that a bear? Ursus. Oh, Ursus, yeah, Ursus Major. Bear. So not as... Brown bear. Brown bear, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just a brown bear. Um, I had to look that up real quick. Um, SCP, you said 1,200 PSI? Uh, 1,250 PSI. 150, okay. Um, slightly above that of a brown bear. Uh, okay. SCP-3165's upper mandible lacks a nose, giving away its soft crater where the nasal cavity has fleshed over the area that typically forms a mouth in humans is not present in scp-3165 the protrusion of scp-3165's mandibles have prevented the formation of the right orbital lobe and eye and has disfigured the upper nasal cartilage causing the nose to be bent and stretched scp-3165's left cornea is milky white suggesting late stage cataracts Oh, it's basically like it's it's described as like a uh, a teenage girl who's been transformed into a werewolf, but not completely. Oh, I see. It's like 
unfinished werewolf transformation. It's very, okay. very disfigured. Um, SCP-3165's vocal cords are covered in excess skin tissue, rendering it incapable of producing human vocalizations. Therefore, SCP-3165's primary form of communication consists of fractured sign language and guttural vocalizations. The ma- uh, okay, yeah. uh, SCP's uh, 3165's feet are extended, allowing it to walk in a fashion similar to that of a, a digigrade, digigrade animal with running speed of 38 kilometers per hour. That's... That's pretty fast, I yeah. assume. <laughs> um, Keep going. Uh, the phalanges of its hands are twice the length of an average adult human's with fingernails three times more durable and possessing narrowed ends for clawing and scratching. So yeah, 38 kilometers an hour would be 23 That's faster miles than the average person. per hour. Yeah. Samples of DNA taken from SCP-3165 show that uh, SCP-3165 genetic composition consists of 97.3 Homo sapien, 2.1 Canis lupus, and 0.6% redacted. Uh, interaction between hmm. Foundation personnel and SCP-3165 has shown that SCP-3165 has a high preference for communicating directly with female personnel, and interactions okay. with male per- personnel are frequently met with hostility. SCP-3165 demonstrates the desire for physical contact with female personnel and will grasp them in a wild manner. Physical contact with SCP-3165 is encouraged if a guard is present. Interesting. So it's this, like, wolf, like, malnourished, like, uh, malformed wolf woman. Okay. Uh but it gets it gets kind of freaky, I think. Uh, <laughs> Sounds freaky. Yeah, it gets. Uh, Want to be around it? It's some of its um, the way it interacts. Uh, yeah. Um, fun fact, by the way. Mm-hmm. Nile crocodile has bite force of five thousand psi. Wow, that will bite your. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that crocodiles and alligators have like some of the. Highest bite force. Yeah, so the American alligator has a bite force of uh, 2,125 PSI. Oh, wow. So now a crocodile would just obliterate. It's double that, Yeah, It's more than double. Get fucked, American crocodiles. And you mentioned the brown bear. I don't have that here. I have the grizzly bear, which is similar. But its bite force is 1,160 PSI. Then the polar bear is 1,200 PSI. So it's a little bit more than polar bear. Oh, just barely, yeah. Uh, recovery. SCP-3165 was recovered on Redacted after the am- Amateur Personnel Investigator Group Redacted discovered existence in the ruins of Redacted, Ukraine. Local, <laughs> There's a lot of Redacteds in here. Yeah, yeah um, that's a common trend. Yeah. Local authorities were contacted but unable to efficiently contain SCP-3165, notifying the foundation of SCP-3165. During recovery... 3165 attacked Foundation personnel until 120 milligrams of ketamine was forcefully administered, leaving Redacted injured with Redacted casualties. Uh, civilians involved with in the incident prior to recovery 
were administered Class B anesthetics. To date, no other instances of SCP-3165 have been recovered. So it's a, as far as we know, there's just one of them. So you said 100 milligrams of ketamine? Uh, 120 when they first found 120? it. 120? And they say in, in uh, containment, they shouldn't administer more than 100. Well, what I'm looking at is that 2 milligrams to 5 is the average amount to incapacitate someone. Oh, wow. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, prior to recovery, SCP-3165 was found wearing soiled cotton underwear and a pink thermal. Testing has revealed that dry spots of blood caking the clothing for, are from 17 different sources. All sources are individuals who are reportedly missing from redacted to redacted around the location of SCP-3165's recovery. A biopsy of SCP-3165 shows that it relied heavily on human beings as its primary source of food. Of course. And was unable to gather sufficient nutrition from this diet. Don't rely just on humans for your diet. Right. That's the lesson from this. Um, I don't rely on humans at all for my diet. Well, actually, I Me guess, neither. I guess I do. They grow my food. They sell it to me at the store. I do rely on them. I don't rely on eating them as a di- yeah, <laughs> for my diet. Um, specify. I eat uh, mostly chicken and beef and veggies. There you go. And, uh, so is that about it for chemicals. that one? Uh, almost. I think after, when we finish this, we'll have time for one more. Yeah, I've got one more that I want to yeah. do. Less than 100 meters away, uh, Foundation personnel discovered a cave that SCP-3165 utilized for shelter. Several objects hoarded by SCP-3165 have been recovered, none of which possess anomalous properties. These items include 12 pieces of stainless steel jewelry, including a locket that contains an image of a young blonde woman who has since been identified as Elizabeth Redacted. She was reportedly missing in Redacted, after a visit to Ukraine, Ukraine with her partner, both individuals are presumed to have been killed by 3165. Additional discoveries include a face that has been separated from the head, peeled by the darkness. Oof. Rough cuts have been made around the eyes and sockets and oral cavity, suggesting the use of the skin as a mask. Ew. So to sum up uh, some of the, re- the, the other stuff that is uh, talked about, uh, in the stories about this. Uh, basically, this SCP is obsessed with being a pretty girl. Okay. So it has shown several instances of trying to attack uh, re- female researchers to tear their face off and their hair off. But I thought it said it was okay for them to like it likes, cuddle with it. It likes them. It do- no, not cuddle. <laughs> Physical interaction. Okay. Not cuddle. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, it... it um, because men, it seems to attack on sight, right, and try to kill on sight. Uh, females, it uh, will, you know, uh, and there's one of the stories talks about it, uh, talking with uh, being with a female researcher, and uh, it was signing like you, pretty girl, want hair, and oh. try and and then trying to. That's an interesting take angle. off their face, um, impl- implying that it wants to wear the face to be pretty. Oh, it's freaky. <laughs> it's really freaky. Um, but that's SCP-3165. I like I like that one. I think it was I like the build up there. Yeah, it was a like freaky first one. I thought I was like, oh, that's pretty basic. Just a werewolf girl. That's 
No, it's a werewolf girl who's obsessed with being pretty. Being pretty. Yeah. <laughs> and will tear your face off and wear it, presumably? It's implied. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so I've got, we've got one more. I've got one for you guys. This is a really special one. Uh, I'm just going to read it. Okay. SCP-2523, Object Class Euclid. Containment Procedures. Annually on August 15th, MTF Omicron 13, a.k.a. Trick or Treat, (laughs) is to be activated. Trick or Treat must begin a full-class W amnestic treatment regimen no later than August 20th. MTFO 13 will begin the class W dosage ramp down no earlier than November 7th and will stand down no earlier than November 15th. Activation must be may be extended up to 90 days at the discretion of the SCP-2523 project lead. Further extensions must be approved by both the reporting HR supervisor and the reporting medical officer. Beginning on October 1st. Woo! That's today, or whenever you're listening to it, but this is when it's released. MTF Omicron 13 Trigger Tree will conduct... 24-hour observation of eight sites affected by SCP-2523. Designated SCP-2523-A through H. Which will include the easternmost and westernmost affected locations as well as one additional site chosen in each U.S. time zone. Okay. On October 31st, Halloween, one hour prior to local sunset, MTFO-13 will deploy a two-man contact team into each designated site. As each location enters the anomaly, teams will confirm positive contact and passphrase with each other prior to carrying out mission operations. Contact teams are to be relieved every eight hours or for 24 hours. Objected team members must be replaced immediately, all teams within the anomaly must confirm positive contact and p- passphrase during each relief or um, replacement. Team members are to attempt to prevent non-monetary purchases by civilians using low-profile social engineering techniques only. In the event that the civilian engages in non-monetary purchasing... They are to ascertain the civilian's identity and origin point and advise the support team. Support teams are to immediately locate and detain any civilians that have made non-monetary purchases, which is essentially a trade. Okay, yeah. Um, Purchase items are to be confiscated for study. Detained persons are to be interviewed and then released following amnestization. Um. Ejected contact team personnel are to be immediately reclassified as Class E personnel, debriefed, and quarantined for 366 days at a location of at least 50 kilometers away from any key foundation assets. Survivors may return to duty pending approval by the reporting medical officer. Currently, the detention of SCP-2523-1 entities is not authorized. In the event that authorization is reinstated, entities are to be re are to be secured with restraints consisting of minimum seventy five percent iron by mass. 
Okay, it's something Halloween related. Yeah. And something to do with non-monetary purchases. Yeah. Description. <laughs> SCP-2523 is a phenomenon affecting seasonal Halloween costuming and decoration stores in the U.S. and Canada from sunset <laughs> on October 31st to sunset on November 1st. <laughs> It is restricted to stores which are entirely seasonal and does not affect Halloween displays in more permanent businesses. Like uh, so, Spirit Halloween. So like a year-long Spirit Halloween. It's so cute. Okay. Um, while the anomaly is active, the affected locations become spatially collocated, regardless of geographic separation. Store interiors will overlay were sufficiently similar. Similar display shelving will become a single shelf unit without duplication of products. Otherwise, the entire space expands as needed. Persons entering one location are able to physically interact with persons at all infected, affected locations in real time and return to their place of origin while exiting. So it's like a spirit Halloween, but all of the spirit Halloweens have one interior. Essentially, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's the best way to describe it. Affected locations remain open for a full 24-hour period regardless of posted hours. At sunset, four to six entities, designated SCP-2523-1, will appear and relieve all employees. Entities are diminutive hu humanoids, estimated to be 0.8 and 1.2 meters in height, with a variety of chimerical features from various vertebrates. As hmm. well as limbs and extremities that vary in proportion. Hmm. These entities carry out routine retail operations, except for attempting to persuade customers to make non monetary exchanges. At the end of this 24 hour period, they are relieved by scheduled human employees who typically begin closing the store for the season. Huh. Exposed persons will rationalize all anomalous properties of SCP 2523 including those of trades, entities, and objects or originating from the anomaly as entirely normal experiences. This effect extends to direct conversation with affected persons as well as photographs and other direct recordings. This is an anti-mimetic effect that Class W amnestic treatment combined with conscious reaffirmation of observed details has been demonstrated to neutralize. When a customer attempts to purchase an item during the anomaly, SCP-2523-1 entities will attempt to persuade them not to use monetary means to purchase the item. Mm. So, okay. Instead, the entity will ask for a trade. Interesting. Uh, okay. Entities accepted physical objects as well as more abstract concepts as fair trades. <laughs> this is included... Hair, personal abilities, so services, I guess. Yeah. Um, years of life. So I guess <laughs> you can shorten your life. Uh, children, illegal drugs, memories, and emotions. For a full list, see Appendix B. Um, if the customer insists on paying them with money, the entity will, with visible reluctance, accept. <laughs> so it will still accept money. Um, customers appear to have permanently lost the traded quality in all cases that it was testable. Okay. So once they trade something, it's gone forever. 
they can't get it back. Okay. So here's a little list. Item. Prosthetic vampire fangs. Exchange for 30 grams of heroin. <laughs> Where develops an uncontrollable desire to consume blood. Any vertebrate blood is accepted. As well as the ability to induce a state of extreme suggestibility via conversation. Mm. Vampire. Turn into a vampire. Yeah. So basically, if they trade something, they will acquire the properties of whatever costume or Halloween thing. But it doesn't happen if you pay money, though. No. It's just a normal It doesn't happen if you pay money. You pay money. You have to trade something. Next one. A dark chocolate candy bar. Exchange for the memory of a childhood family trip. (laughs) After consuming the bar, the subject lost all interest in food and did not show any signs of starvation despite consuming nothing else for 28 days. Hmm. Next. 300 plastic spiders. Oh, dear. (laughs) Exchange for the ability to sing. To sing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I guess they could sing well, but now they can't because they traded that. Um, Purchaser was inspired to consume the spiders. Following consumption of a spider, subject was able to excrete an otherwise non-anomalous living banded spider um, from bodily orifices and direct it telepathically. So they ate the spiders and then... The plastic spiders. And then now they can summon a spider from one of their body holes yeah, and telepathically orifice. control it? Yeah. That is weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, next one. Item. Sexy nurse costume. <laughs> Exchange for an eight-year-old boy. Ooh. Current whereabouts are unknown. Where demonstrated markedly... Decrease sexual inhibitions as well as increase attractiveness to the opposite sex. Sexual partners reported mild, mild uh, anesthetic effects. Huh. Next. Decorative trick mirror. Exchange for empathy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Entities visible in a mirror decrease persons or pets known to the viewer. I mean deceased uh, persons or pets known to the viewer. So they look in the mirror and they see uh, dead people. Um, item, bag of roasted pumpkin seeds. A tattoo depicting the rank of chevrons of U.S. Uh, I mean, traded for a tattoo depicting the rank of chevrons of United States Navy Petty Officer First Class. Tattoo was removed without scarring. Hmm. Properties. Seeds originate from SCP-97. Which is one that I probably should talk about a little bit that I was going to include separately on this list. Um, but you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just give you the quick... Uh, yeah, just the quick, the quick rundown. Quick rundown. So it's a, basically a pumpkin patch. An anomalous pumpkin patch. And um, it basically... Grows pumpkins that become aggressive. Oh, fun. <laughs> aggressive pumpkins. <laughs> There's probably a lot more to it, but, you know, I don't want to spend too much time on it. It's yeah. anomalous pumpkins. 
Um, so I'm going to read you this log here. Okay. Detention of SCP-25... Uh, 23-1 entity, so one of the retail workers, <laughs> essentially, is what they are. Um, but then, okay. Interviewed. SCP-2523-1 entity with name tag reading Bobby Goodman. Interviewer. Agent Rossetti. It's not redacted. That's good. Oh, wow. That's surprising. Forward. On Halloween 2001, at uh, 2000 hours MTF, uh, uh, MTFO 13 agents abducted uh, entity to site 17 for questioning and containment. It is described as having canine ears, a primate muzzle, and disproportionately long arms and legs. Entity was successfully secured with iron restraints. Three of the O13 team members were ejected from anomaly as consequence of the operation. Rosetti, so Bobby, would you like to tell me where you work? I don't work, human. I sell things. Rosetti, tell me about the things you sell them. We sell delicious things, wonderful things, things of joy and darkness, things from the land of youth, things from the land of death, and things from the border country. Come by. <laughs> Who are you? You humans, always so forgetful. Such a delight. At summer's end, the gates of the border country are opened wide. We have come to sell our wares at this time, as we did, and what is your word for the places in the shadow that cannot be reached from the now, the past? We are in between people, the border people. Vassals, neither to hot, radiant summer or cold, merciless winter. We are the autumn people. Why only seasonal Halloween stores and not others? Oh, the in-between places, they are ours. They too live only here, in the edge of summer. Why do you prefer to trade for things and not money? Money has no value. It is only a medium of exchange. We crave only things of value. For these, we can trade in art and the world. How do you think we get things we sell? We are autumn people, not cobblers. <laughs> are you aware that the things you sell are problematic for humans? Yes, of course they are. <laughs> we are a merry people. Our wares are mirthful. <laughs> and that's it. Um, closing statement. Following the interview of the entity, um, was transferred to a humanoid containment unit and it was extremely cooperative. At sunset on November 1st, 2001, the entity vanished from containment, leaving behind a crude doll made of rough, unworked oak sticks, clubbing scraps, and mineral clay. All milk products at Site 17 were reported to have instantly spoiled simultaneously with this event. <laughs> Sounds very like Faye. Type of stuff like, trick yeah, trickery. Well, yeah, and it changed the page to like a Halloween version, and it says a uh, spook, trick, and pester, or no, <laughs> spook, creep, and pester. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. So yeah, I mean, you trade things, and then you get like anomalous, anomalous uh, Halloween objects. Yeah. So the the lesson is. Uh, don't ever um, trade with Spirit Halloween employees. <laughs> Only give them money. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it says it is closely related to SCP-1323, which 
is another one that has to do with like trading and like hmm. stuff like that. But well, that was fun. But that's all I got. Yeah. Well, I think that was pretty fun. Talking oh about yeah, this. definitely. Um, and uh, you know, for our first uh, first episode of Spooktober, pretty good. <laughs> uh, we'll have more spooky uh, episodes coming up. Uh, it's a five week month. Yeah, definitely. So we got some um, good stuff. Um, yeah, you'll you'll yeah. just have to see. So stay tuned for next time. Uh, follow our Instagram. Join our Facebook group. Uh, and uh, if you enjoy what you hear, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Yes, do that. And spread the message spread that the, the link message. tree is in the description below. Yes. <laughs> Next time you see your friends, you will tell them. <laughs> your eyes will roll back. <laughs> <laughs> you will tell them, link tree in the description. <laughs> no context. <laughs> yeah. whatsoever all right well what do you think we'll see you next week see you next week keep on oh. keep on spooking keep on spooking all right <laughs> this is not a test i repeat this is not a test the odd drunk podcast recommends that you follow their instagram and join their facebook group for more fun content to view all of our current available streaming and social media platforms visit our link tree in the description below if you enjoy the show, it would be appreciated if you leave us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. Okay, Colton, you can roll the outro now.